On Mem Amit Bey is in the bottom, the four lines from the bottom. So the Braisa said, yes, it is very pleasant. It's just uh, words, but uh, we'll get through it. Amimar, <laughs> a lot of. We said yesterday, one of the differences between an animal who kills and an animal that lives with a person, bestiality, is that if an animal kills... Mishalim is a koifer, you pay koifer, but if an animal is, animal is, uh, is, uh, oh, sure. Um, oh, so if an animal kills, it's, you pay koifer, but if an animal commits bestiality, you don't pay koifer. So, the, the, what exactly is the case? Basically, it's very, very simple. The animal lived with a woman, yeah? Did it kill the woman? If it killed, let's speak it outside. You don't pay koifer. You pay koifer when the animal... Whore, uh, gores and kills someone, you pay kaifer. If the animal lives with some, lives with a woman, you don't pay kaifer. That's the price. So the question, what was the case? Did the animal kill her by living with her? Did she die from that act? If she did, why don't you pay kaifer? And if she didn't die, then of course there's no kaifer because she didn't die. The, the Bryson wants to say the difference between roiva uh, and negeach. What, what, what's the case? The Gemara says, hey, hey, what's the case? If she died from that act, meaning that act was so violent that it killed her, then then why isn't there kaifer, right? If the animal gores and kills, is kaifer. But if the animal lives with someone and ki- lives with a woman and kills, there's no kaifer. Why? Which I mean, it makes no sense. And the Gemara says, El Duravalikatla. So maybe she didn't die from the act. She survived. Wait, if she survived, then then there's no kaifer. Of course there's no kaifer. I mean, the Bryson wants to find, like, differences between the two. Oh, there's no kaifer if the animal lives with her and she survives. Yeah, because she survived. Like, of course. Like, what's the case? So the Gemara says two options. The Gemara says, Am Rabbaya, lo'olam darava v'loi katla, daisula bezdin v'kotlua. Abaya says, here's the case. The case is where she lived with the animal willingly, okay, in such a way that got her the death penalty. She survived the act, but then they took her to court and she got stoned. Or whatever the Misa is, the Sreifa or Skila, I, I think Skila. The point is, so you might think that the, the owner should pay Kaifer because the animal's action led to her death. Yes, Kaifer generally is through killing. Over here, the animal did a Misa that because it was willing, she got the death penalty. So you she might think she was, willing she was willing, and therefore it's Kaifer, whatever the type of act that would get you the death penalty. Whatever the case is, she got the death penalty from it. So you might think that he should pay Kaifer. At the end of the day, he caused, he led to her death. You might think that it should be as if the animal killed her and the animal should pay Kaifer. Okay, that's the first Mahalach. Really, no, the animal killed her th- from the act. Yeah, she actually died from the act of bestiality. So the question is, so why is there no Kaifer? You see from here, Kaifer is only by Karen. Karen, the Pasuk describes Kaifer by Karen. Karen is Kavanose Lahazik. It intends to do damage. This, the animal did not intend to hurt her. The animal was trying to live. It was Taiva. It was Taiva. The animal's not trying to hurt. The animal, it's not Kavanose Lahazik. It's Kavanose Lisnais. It's in the, in the act, it's shame. Exactly. There's no Kaifer by Shane. It's a much simpler way to put it. There's Kaifer by Karen. There's no Kaifer by Shane. So the Gemara says, Really, the animal killed her. So the question is us, and why isn't there kaifer? Karen, The answer is, there is no kaifer by anything other than Karen. Okay, beautiful. So there's two mahalchim between Abai and Rava. What's the machlekes between Abai and Rava? The machlekes between Abai and Rava is very simply, is there kaifer by Shane and Regal? 
Abaya says yes. Therefore, he's forced to interpret the case where the woman did not die from the act, because if she did, there would be kaifer. He's forced to interpret the case that the case is where the woman got killed in Bezdin, and uh, you might think, kaifer. Abaya Shita is, there's kaifer by Kara and Shane and Regal. Therefore, Abaya has to interpret it one way. Rava feels there's no kaifer by Shane and Regal, Dafka by Karen. Therefore, he's comfortable to say that the animal killed her through the Maisa Reveya, and there's no kaifer because it's Shane Varegel and it's not Karen. That's the Machoy, because Abaya Rava, is there kaifer by, by Shane and Regal as well, or Dafka by Karen? The Gemara says, my Pligi, what is the Machlekes about? The Machlekes is very simply, If the animal killed the baby, God forbid, by walking on it, so it's regal, right? Walking on it, just stop walking, trampled the child. Does it get, do you pay kaifer? Meaning, in other words, is there kaifer by Shane Varegel? That's the machlekes Abaye Rava. Lerava, Abaye Mishalim kaifer, Abaye says there is kaifer. Therefore, Abaye is forced to interpret the b'raisa, not where the animal killed the woman. Because if the animal killed the woman, the taka would be kaifer. He's forced to interpret the b'raisa, that the case is where the animal did a maisa that led to her death in court. But Rava, loy mishalim kaifer. Rava feels there is no kaifer by Shane Varegel, therefore he has a very simple way to interpret the b'risa. Tanya kavase de Rav. We had yesterday a machlekes Rav and Shmuel. If an animal, if, uh, what did I, how did I describe yesterday? Uh, in, uh, in, uh, in a gladiator, a gladiator animal, so it's being forced to kill. So we said, you don't give it the death penalty because it's being forced to kill. We had machlekes yesterday, Rav and Shmuel, could you serve it as a carbon? The Brisa says, Tanik Rav. We have a Brisa that says, Beferish like Rav, that it's Mutter. Because the Brisa says, Shara Itztadin. A Shara that's a gladiator Shara that's being forced to kill. So you don't give it a death penalty. And it could be used as a carbon. Because it's being forced to do what it is, being, what it is doing. All right. Moving right along. Start the Mishnah. The Mishnah says like this Shar Shanagach Esa Adam Umes. This is talking about kaifer. Again, kaifer is, we never really focused on this, and this is going to be what we're going to be dealing with for the rest of the half of the Ahmed. Let me just break down the, 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 the daf. Half the Ahmed is going to be dealing with one kasha, then the rest is mamish, a gemara, it's either, in, I think, kedushin daf nun vav, because when I learned it, I was like, it sounds familiar. I went to the recording, kedushin daf vav, easy peasy, flew right through it, and that's to the end of the daf. So the gemara says like this, there's a concept that kaifer means that an animal that's a muid, Pays kaifer when it kills a person. Let me ask you a question. Uh, we never really focus on this. Muid meaning not that it accord a, 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 an animal three times. It killed three times. Meaning, if an animal kills three times and then it kills a fourth time, you pay muid. You pay kaifer. Kaifer is not a muid, like a classic sense. It's a muid to kill. It has to have been proven that it killed three times already. Then once it kills a fourth time, you pay kaifer. Here's the problem. And this is what we're dealing with for the first half of the Amit. If it kills once, don't you kill it? Like, how, how is the animal killing four times? Because once it kills once, you give it the death penalty. So, yeah, the, it's one of the cases, it ran away, you'll have to go through that. But let's see the mission. If an ox gores a person and kills it, muid. Now, if the ox has already killed three people, meaning it's a muid to kill, then Mishal and Kaifer, you pay Kaifer. Vitam, now let's say it's not a muid. Potter, min ha Kaifer, there's no half Kaifer. That's the Mishnah's Shita, there's no half kaifer, which we saw once as a machloikas tanoim. By the way, you want to have a really clever kasha. A really clever kasha is uh, Revakiva, and it's, uh, I think you'd like this. Revakiva on the end of the Ahmed is going to ask a kasha. I have a posik to say there's no kaifer, half kaifer by tam. 
So it's the first time it kills. So it's a tam. There's no half kaifer. There's just nothing. The whole Indian of tam is that there's a cap. You get a percentage. You, you get ownership in the actual animal itself. The, owner, the animal itself is supposed to be put to death. It has no value. So how, what's the havamina that there would be a half kaifer? You're supposed to put the animal to death. What, what, what's, the, what's the cheshben? You sell the animal and you take half the value. There is no value. There is no value because you have to kill the animal. So that, that's the Rekiva's kasha. Huh? Even the car. Asabahanoa. So Rekiva's whole point is that if the whole point is you get a percentage in it or you have to sell the animals, sell what? There's no value. So it couldn't be a half kaifer even if you wanted there to be a half kaifer. Okay, we'll get to that. A muid is always just a bill on the person, so it's never you know a discussion. Both the tam and the muid are put to death, though. By the way, even if there's no kaifer, you still kill the animal. An animal kills someone; the animal is going to be put to death. That's not a shot. It doesn't matter whether the victim was a under bar mitzvah or above bar mitzvah. Now, let's say if the animal is a muid, and instead of killing a regular Jew, it kills a Canaanite slave. So that's nice and shloishim sloim. Instead of kaifer, it gives what's called thirty sloim. It's a penalty of thirty sloim. Now, thirty sloim. It is an amount, says the Mishnah, It doesn't matter the value of the slave. The slave could be the cheapest slave in the world worth a dollar. You're paying 30 slime. And the slave could be the most valuable slave in the world worth a, a million dollars. You're giving 30 slime. 30 slime is a knas. It's, it's, still you still kill the cow. And you... Correct. The, the, the Pasuk says you kill the cow. You kill the cow and you pay 30 slime. Okay. The Gemara now has a kasha. And I believe it offers like, I don't know, I want to say six or seven answers. Um, how exactly do you ever pay kaifer? Because to pay kaifer, the animal has to have killed three times already. And now it's killing a fourth time. But if it kills once, you're supposed to give it the death penalty. So how, how, practically, how does it ever happen? So the Gemara says, You're supposed to kill it after the first death that it does. How does it ever become a mood? So that's the question. And we'll go through... I don't know, six or seven answers. Let's go answer number one. Amar Rabbah. Rabbah has a tremendous chiddush. And that is, it doesn't actually have to kill three people. It has to run at them hard enough that the scientists and doctors and forensic evidence would say that if the person had not escaped, he would have been killed. Meaning, to, to make kaifer, it can't kill more than one person because then it gets a death penalty. What's the case? The animal runs at you. And then you jump away the last minute, but they, but based on the camera angles, they could figure out that you would have died had you stood there. And he does that three times. So it never actually kills anybody. It's the first killing, but it's shown killing like aggression three times. That's like Rabbah's Chiddush. It's a tremendous Chiddush because at the end of the day, the animal didn't kill at all. It's like you're figuring out it would have died. It's like, you know, when, when like a car, you get a, it was a, I get a car, the, the, the Rizalik was once in a, the car spun out, or the car almost got into a car accident. So he said, should I bench Gaimel? So Rizalik said, go up to the cemetery and almost bench Gaimel. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I, you know, so but the point is, whatever. I, so it's always, it's always a hard thing. It's like, got into a car accident, so what's the answer? So the answer is, you have to figure out, did you hit it hard enough that you would have died if not for A, B, and C? It's a very hard thing to figure out. But that's Ravashita. Ravashi says, Ravashi says, that's nothing. The fact that the animal showed aggression, it would have killed you had you been standing there. It's like, that, that's, that's not going to make a mood. Reject it. Rather, second answer, Very simple. The animal 
hits Ruvain, puts in a coma. Can't kill yet because it hits Shimon, puts in a coma. Hits Levi, kills Levi, and then after Levi dies, they hear the, they just get a phone call. Ruvain and Shimon also die. So that's that's how you could pay. Now you pay Kaifer. I why I wasn't it killed because they technically weren't killed yet. They all died at the same time. So retroactively, you pay Kaifer. No, that's a chav. Okay, that's that's uh, Mahalach number two. Mahalach number three. Razvid Amik again Shaharak Shalisha Behemus. Razvid says, Who says that it has to kill people? It killed three animals. So here's the problem. Now you're saying that because it killed an animal, that means that it's aggressive enough to kill a human being. Says the Gemara, Umud la behema have a mood la adam. Is, is aggression towards an animal enough to make it that it's considered aggressive to a human being? No way. By the way, the Rambam reads this Gemara, reads that line not as a question but as a statement. Umud la behema have a you see that a mu'ad for a behemoth is a mu'ad, meaning instead of a, a rejection, he's accepting it. But we're going to go with the regular mahalach, which is it's rejection. You're telling me that it killed three animals. Killing three animals is not enough. Elam Rav Shimi, the cases where it kills three goyim. There's no death penalty for killing goyim. You don't kill the animal for killing goyim. I know, the Ella doesn't work according to the Ram. That's why I'm going with the regular mahalach. Elam Rav Shimi, it kills three goyim. Then it kills a Jew. Then you pick kaifer. Here's the problem. It's still not comparable. Just because it killed Goyim does not mean that it's a mood for Jews. It takes more to kill a Jew because we have Mazel, we have HaKadosh Baruch watching over us. So the fact that it killed three Goyim does not necessarily mean that it's aggressive enough to show that it could kill Jews. So no good. The Gemara says, Killed three people that are trefas, meaning it ran into an ICU and it killed three people that were on their deathbed. So the problem was, right, so it shows that it's aggressive enough to kill. I, the problem was once it kills one, it should get the death penalty. You don't kill an animal for killing someone that's dying. It has to kill someone healthy. So because it killed three people that are dying, it technically doesn't get the death penalty, but it'll pay kaifer after that. Here's the problem. But just, the problem is that if people are dying, that doesn't show that it's aggressive enough to kill healthy people. Just because it could kill three dying people doesn't mean that it's aggressive enough to show that it could kill healthy people, so it shouldn't be a mu'ad at all. So the Gemara says, okay, this is what Adam said. The case is very simple. It kills, it kills Ruvain. The owner is like, oh, i got to take you to court, and then it runs away. And then it kills another person, and the owner is like, oh, i got to take you to court. And it kills another person. It, 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 before it got to court, it killed kill somebody. Huh? No, no, it killed healthy people. Same way, the case before. Well, yeah, yeah, that's true. But the point, uh, I don't know if it'll apply to not, if it won't apply to non-dying people. But the point is very simple. Yeah, it's a to people. Yeah, yeah. So over here, it kills three people. I said, why wasn't it killed? Because every time they tried to bring it to court, it escaped. Very simple. Ravacha Bereidir Avikamar, another answer, Kikoncha Huzmu Zaymeme Zaymemen. Oh, this is okay. Very simple. It's not simple, but it's like, whatever, I get it. It killed three, uh, three people, yeah? It killed Reuven. They take it to court. Who are the Aden that it killed Reuven? Avram and, y- Avram and Yitzchak. So, kill him. The problem is, in comes to court two guys, Moshe and Aaron, and they say, Avram and Yitzchak are liars. They aren't. But he says they're liars. They're like, okay, fine. You can't kill the animal if you're liars. Happens three times, and then they find out the Moshe and Aaron, who are refuting people, they're the liars. 
And those two Adam were actually legit the whole time. So the animal was a murderer. So basically, the animal killed, they brought it to court, they were about to kill it, and then the, the, the guys run in and say, no, you guys who said that, you're liars. Okay, so they say, fine, take the animal off the stage. Two, three times. And then they find out the guys who had been saying you're liars were themselves liars. You guys were legit. So they should have killed the animal due to technicality, but they didn't because they thought that the animal, that the refuters were, li- were telling the truth, but the refuters were lying. Zoymeme, zoymeme. If we were Adam Zoymeme, we tried to do it, and then Mike, but it comes back on us, and then my cow. I actually, I'm uh, guilty of being an Adam You'd lose a cow. You'd lose a cow. And then my cow does it. Oh, interesting. That, I don't know. <laughs> See, here's the kasha. See, here's the kasha. Oh, yeah, probably Gamalkas. Yeah, Mustafa. Here, here's the kasha. Here's the kasha. So basically, you're telling me the case is where my cow went to court three times, yeah? Each time was found guilty, but then every single court case were thrown out of court because they kept on saying that the Adam were liars, even though they never were. Then, it turns out, we find out that they're liars, so I pick Kaifer. Here's the problem. We had this in the past, and that is, there's a, two, there's a shayla of what is the purpose of, of Mu'ad. Is it to show the animal's aggression, or is it to get me to watch it better? If it's to get me to watch it better, I didn't know. Every single time the court goes up, right, every single time I'm told, I, they, you drag me to court, you, I get a summons in the mail, right? I get this letter that says, go to court. So I go to court, and it says, your animal killed, and I'm like, oh, that's terrible. And then they're like, nah, they're liars. I'm like, okay, I guess it's not terrible. And it happens three times, and then all of a sudden I get a summons in the mail, those Adam were lying the whole time, your animal shall be killed, and for the fourth death you shall be kaifer. But I didn't know any, I didn't know, I didn't know that the animal was aggressive, aggressive. If the point is just to show the animal's aggressive, the animal's definitely aggressive. Because he's not going to kill three times in front of three different animals. I didn't know any about this. I found out in one moment that he is not only innocent, but he's aggressive and he killed a fourth time. How, how, how is that fair? If the whole point is to make the owner aware, I wasn't aware. I was never taken three separate times. Even though I was technically taken three separate times, but each one it was thrown out. So each one I forgot about. So the Gemara says, The case is where not only did they reject the first three liars, but they actually uh, testify, I was present for all the killings. So there's no way I could say I wasn't aware. They actually, part of their testimony is that I was present at all three of the killings. So I was definitely aware. Okay. Ravina Amar, Ravina says one final case, and then we'll run through the next Gemara in 10 minutes. Uh, Ravina says one final case. The case is as follows. Uh, I'm taken to court, but the witnesses don't recognize which ox killed. They basically say, they take me to court and they say, one of your ox killed. Second time, one of your ox killed. Third time, they finally recognize the ox and they say, oh, that was the same ox the whole time, and it all comes together. So the first two times, they don't tell me which ox. They just tell me a ox because they couldn't identify which one. And then the second time, they also say the same thing. And then the third time, not only do they recognize the ox, but then they say, oh, it's the same ox from the first two times. So the Gemara just wants to, oh, okay. The Gemara says, but my Havlamevet. Just as a quick question, you take me to court and you tell me my, one of my oxen killed. What am I supposed to do with that? I don't know which one. The answer is very simple. You're supposed to watch all of them. Meaning, if I don't know which one, I'm supposed to guard all of them as if they're all aggressive. Uh, okay, let us fly through the rest of the Gemara. This is a Mamish, a Shakla Vitaria from a Gemara Kedushin, Daf 
Nun Vav, which I'm sure we all remember. Nun Vav Amit Beis. Very good. Tanur Abana. Mimash Mishin Emar Sakal Yisakal Ashar. Okay, it's basically like this. The Pasuk describes that if an animal is going to be killed, right? It did the death penalty, you have to kill it. It says, Sakal Yisakal, you shall surely stone it. And then the Pasuk says, Lo Yeyachel, do not eat it. Here's the problem. Of course I can't eat it. It wasn't shechted properly. If you throw an animal off a roof, of course you can't eat it. It's a nevela. So why does the Pasuk have to say lo yachal? What is lo yachal teaching me? Yeah, that's the problem. Because again, I'm stoning the animal. So if I throw it off the roof, of course I can't eat it. It's a treif. It's a nevela. So of course I can't eat it. You have to eat it. It has to be shechted. So of course. So the Gemara says, Masha shenam ashar. The Pasuk says you should stone the shore, which means you throw it off a building. Of course it's a nevela. Unavela asabachila. And I can't eat it because it wasn't shechted properly. So what is the Pasuk lo yachal teaching me? That is the question. So answer number one. The answer is, the Pasuk is telling me, what if instead of stoning it, they tell me in court, you have to kill the animal. And on its way to being stoned, I quickly shecht it. You're not allowed to eat it. Lo Yechel is not talking about a case where it was actually stoned. It was on its way to getting stoned, and I decided I'm going to shecht it. I can't eat it. It's Aser Ba'achila. Eliel Aser Ba'achila. How do I know I'm not allowed to benefit from this animal? Tamalayma Ubal Hashar Naki. The Pasuk says, the owner of the ox is Naki, is clean, meaning... Cleaned out from his possessions. He has no benefit. It's like, it's like when you lose everything, I'm cleaned out. So, my mashra, how do you see the word naki meaning nisar hana? It's like a person said he lost everything. He's naki. He's clean. He's got nothing. He's cleaned out. So, okay, so basically the Pasuk is telling me, which we said can't be where the animal was actually thrown off the building, because of course it's Asab Achila, it's, it's, it's a Nevela. It must be, is referring to a case of the animal's on its way to being stoned, you shecht it, it's Asab Achila, and it's Asab Achila, because Bala Sharnaki. Here's the problem. You're telling me that the word is referring to a case where I shechted it on its way to being stoned. Maybe no. Maybe if you shecht it on the way that's being stoned, you're allowed to eat it. What's the problem? Again, the Pasuk says, which means you shall surely stone it. If it's stoned, I can't eat it anyway because it's a nevela. It wasn't shechted properly. So what is Loyachl teaching me? That was the problem. So we said Loyachl is talking about a case where it was shechted. Maybe not. Maybe if it was shechted, it's fine. So what's Loyachl teaching me? Maybe Loyachl doesn't mean do not eat, it means Aser Bahana. Meaning, maybe lo yachel is taka referring to a case where I threw the animal off the roof. I, if I threw it off the roof, it's an avela. I can't eat it anyway. So what's lo yachel? Lo yachel doesn't mean aser achila. Lo yachel equal aser bahana. Okay. The Gemara says, Maybe lo yachel does not mean do not eat. It means do not, us, do not benefit from. Where do we find the word lo yachel referring to benefit? Kidder avavot, as ravavot taught, am ravavot, am ravalazar. The Ravo says anytime the Pasuk says it doesn't just mean eating, it means Aser Bahana as well. Okay. So maybe Lo Yochel is referring not to an Iser Achila, because I already know it's Aser Achila, because it's, 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 uh, it's, it's a Nevela. Lo Yochel means Aser Bahana. The answer is no. Lo Yochel, Ravavo's Yisoid is Lo Yochel means that if you have an item that's mutter, like lobster, okay? And the pasta says, don't eat it. It means don't eat it and don't benefit from. But if the item is already usser because it's an avela, 
and the Pasuk is just trying to tell you it's also Aser Bahana, it would never use the term Loyacha. Meaning, Loyacha, Ravavo's point is that you have Loyacha to tell you Aser Achil and Aser Bahana when an item is Mutter and the Torah is Asering it and it Asers in a Loshan of Achila, it means both. But you're telling me right now that what? The animal is, I threw it off a roof. So it's Aser Bahila because it's an Avela. I says Loyacha. Loyacha means Loy Sahanais. The Torah would never do that. If it was Mutter and the Torah was Asering it, and it said loyachel, okay, it can mean both. Loyachel means isra achila and an isra hana. But if it's already asa ba'achila because of A, it would never, and it's just, Tari's just trying to portray that it's asa ba'achila, it would never use the terminology loyachel. It doesn't make any sense. The Gemara says, Amri, Hani mi lehecha denafka le isra achila v'sarna mikra loyachel. Avo hecha de isra achila m'saka yisaka l'nafka, but anytime it's asa anyway because it's an avela, the answer is no. Like I said before, it doesn't make sense. Rather, this is the pshat. The pasuk it's aser ba'achila because it's an avela. So what does it mean loyachal? It means if on its way to being killed you shechted it, it's aser. It's aser ba'achila, and it's aser ba'hanah because balasharnaki. Now, we'll fly through this. It'll be one of those daf in like, uh, in four minutes. We'll do Ahmed Aleph in 30 and Ahmed Bez in four. Maskev Omer Zutra, Eimahani Mili, go to the next page, Hecha Tabadak Tzur Bay. maybe. So right now you're saying that it's an Isra if on its way to being stoned, you shechted it. Maybe that's only true if you shechted it with a stone. Because then it was like stoned. Meaning, maybe it's only Asr if you shechted it with a stone, but not if you shechted it with a knife. Because if you shechted it with a stone, it's like you killed it with stoning. It's a pella because it's not stoning. The Gemara says, Maybe if you shechted it with a metal knife, it's fine. The Gemara says, So first of all, the Pasuk never says it's a, a distinction between metal and stone. Also, Also, if you're allowed to shecht it with a stone, then there is no difference in halacha between shechting with a stone and shechting with a knife. It does not make sense that shechting with a knife is motor, shechting with a stone is also. It's, 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 it doesn't make sense. Okay, the Gemara continues. So we're, right now we're saying it's aser ba'achila. It's aser ba'achila because of sokol yisakel, and it's aser ba'hanabalasharnaki. But now we're saying like this: on its way to being shechted, I, I shechted, yeah, I shechted. So it's aser ba'achila, and hano is because balasharnaki. You don't need balasharnaki because, as we said before, any time it's aser because of loisoichal achila, it means hano as well. So on its way to being stoned, I shecht it. It's aser b'achila and aser b'hanav because lo yochel. What does Baal Sharnaki teach me now? So the Gemara says, mm-hmm. What does the word Baal Sharnaki teach me? Which I thought originally it meant to aser b'hanav, but now I know it's aser b'hanav because it says lo yochel. So what does Baal Sharnaki teach me? It teaches me that if an animal is stoned or about to be stoned, you're not allowed to benefit from the hide. Meaning not only are you not allowed to eat the meat, you're not allowed to sell the hide as well. Why would I think the hide would be mutter? You might think, The passage says, You might think, is aser, But the hide is mutter. Okay. Now here's the problem. We're saying right now, teaches me that you're not allowed to benefit from the hide of an animal that's getting stoned. The problem is, as we'll see in the end of today's Ahmed, is used by some Tanayim to teach other things. Balasharnaki, I'll just tell you, is used by some Tanaim to say that there's no um, kaifer by a tam. There's no half kaifer. Balasharnaki, I'm clean, I don't have to pay. 
Balashar Naki is used for that. If it's used for that, then how do I know that you're not allowed to benefit from the hide? If I'm using the drasha for something else. But according to the other Tanaim who use Balashar Naki for other things, as we'll see in the end of the Amid, they use it to tell you that there's no half kaifer. So how do they know Hanos Ariminole? How do they know that you're not allowed to benefit from the hide? So the answer is es bisaro. The word es teaches you you're not allowed to benefit as bisaro, which is the flesh, and es is secondary to the flesh. What's secondary to the flesh? The hide. Es hatafel bisaro. Ah, who doesn't darish in es? So why high es loy darish? The first Tana doesn't darish in es. Who is that like? Kedatanya. That's the famous story of Shimon Absumi. Shimon Absumi v'amle nechem Absumi high darish kolas shavatayra. Shimon Absumi originally darshened every es in the Torah, but kivan shehegiyah es and es was always secondary, like tafel. But kivan once he got to es hashamim kechatira, then the pasuk says you should fear God. Es, who are you supposed to fear? Like God, there's no one like God. Avrelei Talmidav said he said I'm out. He said, we're not supposed to darshan Essen. I, they said, you darshan so many up to this point. So he said famously, I was just trying to get to the truth. The same way I got reward for trying, for teaching, I got reward for stopping. Until Rav Akiva came along and he darshaned Es Hashem Elikecha, Tire L'Rabbis Tamidechachamim. Es Hashem Elikecha is Es L'Rabbis Tamidechacham. We'll go two more minutes. We're not going to be able to probably finish the daf. If you give me three minutes, I can finish it. Let's just do it. So the Gemara says, Tan Rabbanam, Ubal Hashar Naki. The Pasuk says that the owner of the ox is clean. So we've said before, that means that you're not a benefit from the hide. New Jerusha. Rav Lazar Oimer, Naki Michatzi Kofer. The Ubal Hashar Naki teaches you there is no half Kofer. Meaning, if an animal kills for the first time, there is no half Kofer, even though it's a Tam, there's no such thing as half Kofer. Naki, you're clean, innocent. You do not pay at all. Omerle Rav Akiva, Rav Akiva says when he heard this Jerusha, he says, what do I need the Jerusha for? Every Tam, where, where do you get the money from? From the item itself. You sell the ox, or you get an ownership in the ox. The ox is meant to be killed. So what do I need a pasuk for to say there's no half kaifer? Of course there's no half kaifer. Where do you get the money from? From the ox itself. The ox itself has no value because it's on its way to the death penalty. What type of value is it? Imagine if there was a, right, Tom pays half. Where do you get the money from? From the item itself, meaning you either get a percentage ownership or you sell it. It's from the item itself. If you're telling me the same thing by a half kaifer, what would it be? Let's say the half kaifer is, is $100 and you, you're supposed to get it from the animal itself. The animal has no market value because it's supposed to be killed. So what do I need a pasuk for to tell me there's no half kaifer? Of course there's no half kaifer. The animal has no market value. The Gemara says... The whole Indian of, of, of Tam is that you get the value from the ox itself. So take it to court, get it stoned, and then you get some value out of it. It has no value. So what do I need a Pesach for? There's no half kaifer. Of course there's no half kaifer. So two explanations. So Rav Lazar said to Rav Akiva, You think so little of me that, that that's, uh, I didn't understand the Misa. I'm not referring to the case. Meaning, here's the problem. Right now we have a Pasuk that says that there's no half kaifer by a tam. The problem is every tam that kills is supposed to get the death penalty. If it's a death penalty, it has no market value. Of course there's no kaifer. So he says, what if the animal killed, but wasn't going to get killed itself? Meaning, there are cases where due to technicalities, it killed someone, but it won't get killed in court. So it has a market value. You might think in such a situation, there's a half kaifer, Kamash Malan. What are the two cases? What are the, what's a way where the animal would kill, but not get killed in court? What if the Bailam come into court and said, my animal killed somebody? You're not going to kill the animal based on that because there's no Edom. 
So you might think in such a situation the person should pay half kaifer. Kamash no. So the Gemara is Akasha. Wait, wait, wait. Isn't tam, a, a, a tam, what we call chatzinezek knas? So what, of course you're not going to pay because it's moda beknas. Anytime you admit to a knas, you're exempt. So what's the case? The case is I walk into court and I say, my animal killed. So the animal's not going to get killed in court because there's no aidan for it. You might think that I should have to pay half kofar, kamash wala no. Of course not. I admitted to it. Moida beknas potter. Kasavar kufra kafra. The answer is, this Gemara, underst- this Gemara is of the opinion that kufra kafra, meaning that it's a kapara. Because it's a kapara, you might think that you should need a kapara regardless of whether you're moda bemixus or not. Moda, moda beknas, you should still get a kapara, kamash wala no. So that's the first case. And the second case, the second answer, again, we had an answer quick problem, and then he gave an explanation. The second answer, Tanidach, another b'raisa, Amalei Rav Lazar, Rav Lazar said, Akiva, kachani be'necha, this is what you think of me, shedinu b'zechayv misa, e'indane l'mischav in l'haragis v'hem v'haragis ha'adam. L'mitzri v'haragis ha'al, l'nafal v'haragis ha'adam. You know what the case is? The animal killed a Jew, but he didn't intend to kill a Jew. The animal intended to kill an animal, or a non-Jew. The halacha is, that if an animal is trying to kill an animal, and in the last minute, a Jew gets in the way, the animal does not get the death penalty. It's based on Drosha's. So in such a case, the animal's not getting the death penalty. You might think you should pay half koifer. Kamash Malana. So that's a second, that second answer, by the way, is better than the first. Because the first answer, we had to ask a question and answer. This second answer is better. So the Gemara says, Hi, Amr Leberesha. Which one did he say first? Rav Akiva answer, uh, Rav Elazar said both. The first answer is not as good. The second answer is a little bit better. Which one did he say first? So the Gemara says, Rav Khan Mishmei, the Rav Amr Mishchav and Amr Leberesha. He said the better one first. He said the, the first one, which is not as good first. What, what's, the, what's the Svara? The Svara says, we'll end with this. He said the better one first. You know what it's like? Why would, if I have a good answer, then why would I give a second answer that's not as good? He's like, it's like a fisherman. When you, you pick up the big fish, and then afterwards you're like, I'll take the small fish too. So I gave you the good answer. And once I'm already feel comfortable, I'll tell you an answer. It's not so great, but I, I'm already I'm already off the case. The other one says the opposite. He said no. He said the bad answer first, which forced him to think of a better answer, and that's similar to a fisherman as well. It's like a fisherman. He takes a small fish because he thinks that's all he's going to get. Then he sees his bigger fish. He throws out the small fish and takes the bigger fish. So he first he gave an answer. Wasn't such a great answer. That's the best answer he had at the time. Then he thought of a better answer. He said the better answer. I'll stop here. What's tomorrow? I'm gonna figure it out. Um, like I said, there's there's a, a brisk tomorrow morning, so I'm not gonna be able to give Daf 